Hi, welcome to Cutscene. If you're doing this right, you're about to hear three assholes who are hoping that lightning can strike twice. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Cutscene by I Beat It First. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Way to fuck up the intro there, Eric. How did I fuck it up? What you are you fucked talking it about? Up. You, you fucked, fucked it up. It up. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> There's no cuts uh, in life. <laughs> we oh do it live. God. Fuck it, we're doing it live. We're fucking, we're doing it live. I don't care, I'm just gonna drink whiskey now. That's right, that's all that matters, is the whiskey drinking, and anime watching, and game talking, and shit talking. Well, no game talking today. Oh, we'll game talk. No. <laughs> I like games. I like games, you? too. There, we just game talked. Yeah, game <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, we run another podcast called I Beat It First. <laughs> You can find it wherever you find podcasts, probably the exact same place that you found this podcast. <laughs> How did you find this one first? There's more mystery. <laughs> I searched to animes and I found anime titties, but I don't see no anime titties. <laughs> if your search for anime titties found this, I am super happy, but you're super disappointed right now. <laughs> I was looking for to animes on iTunes and I typed in Asubi Asobase, but I did not realize that I was in the that I was in the podcast section and then I found this podcast and you guys like apparently guys drinking girls pee. So I stuck around. <laughs> Just see nobody also like that. None of us like that. <laughs> this All is the three worst. of us were vehemently against the drinking of the pee. Yeah, don't that do that. It was not pee. Don't do I, that. I was searching Gamer Girl P and I found this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the next step. The next step. Oh, shit. We're going to give people herpes now, aren't we? Oh, my God. This is video game pod. No, it's not. This is the anime podcast. Anime podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> oh, my God. Animes! Alright, for those of you that do not know, we are doing Fully Cooly Progressive. So our last episode was Fully Cooly, uh, where we just basically did a quick run down memory lane and did all six episodes of the original OG Fully Cooly, one of the best animes ever made. Agreed. Yeah, there's no Don't way. everybody yeah. agree all at once. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sitting here like an idiot that hasn't been podcasting for years. Like, I'm just like nodding. I'm like, hmm, that's true, Eric. Yep. I do yep. agree with this statement. That is a good totally it. didn't record a podcast last week, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audio. I get what, it. What I understand. Is it? Audio yeah. medium. Audio Must medium. Be on point. Robot cannot get idiocy out. <laughs> <laughs> it tries. It does a really good job. <laughs> okay, so we are doing the first four episodes of Fully Cooly Progressive, uh, followed up then by next one is going to be the last two episodes of Progressive, and moving on to Fully Cooly Alternative, and then we will finish off Alternative. So we're kind of splitting this up. It's a little bit different. We're a little crazy, a little wild and woolly, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What was the time voice. difference between the end of Fully Cooly, like original, to Fully Cooly Progressive? Do you know, Here's the best you know? part. We have no fucking idea. Um, we years do know that years? they go from candy bar phones to smartphones. I meant like in actual real time. Oh, in real time? Yeah, in real life. Oh, IRL. God, you're going to make me look shit up. Um, yeah, I kind of did. Oh, well, it, was, like, it, was, it came like, out so it was in 2003. Yeah, it was in 2003, so it's a 15-year difference. That's a lot. Okay, cool. It is a lot. That is a lot. Because uh, it came out in June of 2018 is when it premiered. 
Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's the English dub. It came out in November of 2017. <laughs> so a 14-year difference. Sorry. Jeez. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> so uh, We'll get into some theories about that. But yeah, all right, let's do it. Yes. Many, many theories. All right, so without further ado, we can get started with the synopsis of Fully Coolie Progressive. Many years have passed since Nauta and Hadako shared their adventure together. Meanwhile, the war between the two entities known as Medical Mechanica and the Fraternity continues to rage across the galaxy. Entry, and ah, entry, enter Hidomi, a young teenage girl who believes there is nothing amazing to expect from her average life, until one day when she is run over by a strange woman named Julia Jinyu. Shortly after, a new teacher named Haruko arrives at her school. As if things aren't strange enough, Medical Mechanica is attacking her town, and Hidomi discovers a secret within her that could save everyone. A secret that only Haruko wants to unlock for her own secret agenda. Yes. Why did Haruko return to Earth? What happened to the Rickenbacker 4001 that she left with Nauta? And where did the human-type robot Conti go? Well, we find that out. <laughs> yeah. Depressingly enough. Yes. Depressingly, very Evangelion style. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, look. Conti is Adam from Evangelion. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> everything get in the, get literally in the everything makes sense <laughs> get in the mecha GV. oh my get god the goddamn mech get in the mech Nauta <laughs> oh Shut my the god fuck up, Nauta. <laughs> he comes back all crybaby style too he's now 35 or some shit it's just like getting the goddamn Conti Nauta <laughs> I told you I don't like sour stuff <laughs> I'll give you a coffee one it's, I don't like the bitter ones either. <laughs> you drink okay. first? Bullshit. Do we want to do weird theories first, or do we want to just get into the meat and potatoes? I think we should do our four episodes. They'll probably just come up organically, because we're going to dock them out anyway. And then at the end, we can really uh, dial into our theories, because we stopped. You know, we don't know what happens in episode five and six, so let's do five. it like five. Foife. Foife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that's allowed to talk. fuck up on his enunciation in here, Fagzor. Come on. Whatever. I can't talk either. I am. I don't know. I am. Um, it's Tuesday. Get out of my <laughs> All right. So we're going to open with what I consider this the uh, intro music to Fully Cooley. We're going to go with it because it's really nice and it's by the pillows. So we're going to start that up real quick. Yay. The best Yay, part. more pillows. We need the pillows. When you said that the pillows were remaking like a lot of music for the show again, I was like super happy, but they're not doing everything. And I was kind of upset about that. Yes, they did not do everything. Um, RON did some of the instrumental stuff and the pillows did do some stuff though. I mean, like this is from the pillows. Oh yeah, I know. And like obviously the few songs that are from there on this just they do kick ass like this is a great yes. song the other song is fantastic so far that we've heard i'm sure there's more but yeah it's still good i honestly have no idea whether or not they were actually still a band for a while um or if they broke up or what because like shit just disappears for like four or five years on them oh i'm sure i'm sure they either broke up maybe this is just a singer that's back no, no, oh, it's the whole band. I remember that. Oh, it is? All right, cool. Yeah. That's dope. I do remember that it was the band, but it was like, yeah, like the wiki just kind of has like a four or five year lapse, in which case they could have just been like, fuck it. Let's chill. 
Um, they did have a good loyal following like all throughout the world after Fully Cooly. So there were a lot of people like shit. They were even doing like uh, uh, cover band things on YouTube in like 2009, 2010, where there was like contests for people to, to cover their music. So they were still pretty big and they were touring and doing shit. And then they just took a hiatus and then they decided, hey, we'll come back for this shit. We'd like to do in that. That's what made us famous. In a world of baby metal, why not? <laughs> Dear God, in a world of baby metal, please save us from baby metal. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, so while this is playing, uh, we see Hidomi, and she is walking in a destroyed land, uh, and she's got a big-ass horn coming out of her head. And bug ears. Red horn, black bug ears. Or cat ears, not bug ears. Um, yep. and, and she starts decaying. Yeah, she starts talking about her decaying flesh, and it just like starts like chunking off of her body, which is totally awesome. I was very happy the, about these that. These intros are like super dark every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Just super like, dark. I want to <laughs> just die. Who cares? Nihilistic and jazz like that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, whatever you do, do not tell Donnie about the nihilists. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so as she's walking around, she turns around and she sees the medical mechanica irons. Like coming through, uh, coming very after her dialogue. Even. Nothing ever happens here. Blah blah blah. Same thing right. that Naoto Naoto yep. said in the first uh, anime as well. Uh, and just a big, giant decaying monster corpse in front of her. Like big ass monster too. Yep. Um, and, then, and then she turns into the Conti Five Thousand. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Big ass eyeball opens up. Uh, and then, yeah, she turns into the Conti 5000. Sure, we'll call it that. <laughs> Why not? I agree with it. <laughs> it's, it's basically like Conti if Conti wasn't an old-ass fucking tube TV. A Sony Walkman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sony Walkman, yes. That's right. Walkman, Sony brand. Uh, <laughs> he, came out, he came out of Samsung, some bullshit or like that. So and just like so ran train on all these damn irons and jazz like that. And uh, yeah, just destroyed stuff. So it's kind of like uh, obviously a premonition of what kind of coming. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a premonition because she tends to have these dreams throughout the anime as well, uh, especially in the intros, and they're all different. Well, they're all about her dying, basically, or the destruction of people around her or the human yes. race, even. And so it, it, it hits back to more of the original. It's just like, hey, mecha Mechanical Mechanica is uh, wanting to iron out the galaxy and pretty much kill and destroy everybody. So she's like, yeah, we're going to die. And the only thing that can save us is whatever the hell comes out of my brain meets. <laughs> out of my brain meets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, she still has not, so four episodes in, still hasn't turned into the kick-ass uh, Conti 4000, as Chris put it. Um, other than in her dream. Um, and then she wakes up, and it was all a dream. And this part, wow, we did it, timed it perfectly. This was her, her wake-up alarm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> Which good. Which was totally awesome. It was like, I said, I'm like, that is fucking great. Good job. But then I thought to myself, who sleeps in those giant fucking headphones? You Gamer girls, man. Off, man. Apparently... Yeah. I mean, like, I remember when I was in, like, high school and I was watching uh, Days and Confused and it was, like, at the end and the 70s and he puts on his big-ass headphones and just leans back after a long night of party and he's like, yeah. 
And it's like, I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm like, I can't sleep with headphones on. Dude, I would do that all the time in like high school and stuff like that. I had my giant ass headphones that weren't wireless because I wasn't really available. And I had a long ass cord that ran all the way to my stereo. And I'd be playing like Final Fantasy or some shit. And then I'd wake up at like 3 a.m. to like just them standing there waiting for me to input my attacks and the headphones <laughs> the were still on so I mean it, it happens <laughs> or the fight music one of the two. Oh yeah 100% <laughs> yeah. just the, the fight music going on like just standing there going dun, 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 you know <laughs> dancing back and forth like oh any minute now motherfucker any minute I'm gonna just like punch you in the face yeah exactly now bitch I'm gonna watch flow with you no yeah I I did not I just used the the speakers on my computer or on my television and then I woke up to the TV still on. <laughs> I was considerate of people that lived in my house. I didn't have to worry about that. It was all right. It was okay. You didn't have to worry about that either, dude. Your fucking bedroom was on the opposite goddamn side of the house. I know, but I wanted that music like blasting so that you when I wanted like Yeah, apparently that didn't do anything to keep you awake. I wasn't winning in my sleep. I'm not that good. <laughs> you hear that everybody Jason's not that good <laughs> If you can beat games in your sleep You know what you got me And I oh, challenge you Oh man <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear god Alright so um, Shit alright Wow my, my handwriting is really bad At this point right now uh, So she goes she wakes up and she goes Downstairs and uh, her mom Is being really weird and shaking around a fucking knife <laughs> and doing all sorts of stuff and her mom's kind of like Nauta's father but not quite as annoying right the over yeah. the top but not like whatever in your business and stuff like that um you know it, it was more obvious to me it felt like that she was trying to cheer her up and not just being like Annoying for the sake of being annoying, which makes sense because a mom would be like, I care about your well-being and let's cheer up where a dad's just like, hey, buck the fuck up and I'm just going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dad runs a, a stale bread shop and writes writes his own little like magazine and mom runs a little cafe where she makes disgusting looking food. <laughs> But it does um, well, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it does well because they have a Sundare running everything. That's right. That's true. Yep. And all the old men come in and just ogle at the Sundare. Um, <laughs> dirty old men. <laughs> fucking dirty old men. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but Says the dirty so old men talking about this shit. <laughs> there's very much parallels between the two, though. So oh, you've yeah. got Nauta, who had just his father and mother's just magically gone. Like, we don't know anything about it. Uh, same thing with her. We've got, we've got uh, Hitomi, who is, like, just there with the mother and magically gone. Like, where's the dad at? Um, and they hint at it later on, but they still, like, haven't given us any actual information to where the father is yet. Yeah, and in the original one, though, they never even talked about the mom. Like, never, yeah. they didn't even mention it. Mention yeah, they brother. talked more about the older brother. Right, exactly. Than but anything. Nothing about mom. Well, because obviously Haruko was supposed to, like, fill that role kind of in a Freudian way on how like yes yeah so uh but and in this case Hadako is just fucking crazy well yeah she's she's oh, yeah. tasted the power of cocaine and is ready for more <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug it's a hell of a <laughs> space pirate is a hell of a drug man <laughs> never should have given you anime girls money that's right 
Oh, God. All right. So she starts walking to school um, and uh, someone's watching her from the distance in a Bel Air. And then she's in some weird cat shape. Yeah, it was just her. They only do it like two or three times in the entire anime so far. I think it was more or less just like she's just a shadow. She just is walking along and doesn't really interact with anybody. People will say hi to her, but she remains stoic and just like, yeah, hi, whatever. Yeah. 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 So then uh, then you see like from guy or from, you know, one person's point of view talking to two guys, got bandage on his head. So you're like, oh, God, is this the one Uh, talking about? Uh, uh, the teacher on the vest, or then they show the Vespa. They they're talking about the teacher that he apparently slept with the night before, and of course he's got a bandage on his head. So obviously it's Haro, 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 Haro. But so then uh, he's he's like talking, and then uh, Hitomi walks in, and he immediately is like, wait, change subject. Well, what are you talking about? And then he just starts looking at Hitomi. He's obviously got eyes for the cat girl. Yeah, he tries to change yep. the subject Joe in the most like uncomfortable way possible of talking about his buddy's clothing options. His buddy's which just skirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they talk about how, like, hey, that's fine. You do you. But can you make sure that I don't see your underwear? And he's like, yes. what, my panties? And it's just like, Stop no, like, don't panties. call them panties. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad because I watched uh, the first like half of this. I watched it in the Japanese and then the second half I or and then I rewatched the first half in English. And I was glad that the translation was pretty much spot on. <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah. Cause <laughs> for doing a skirt and underwear, but then panties. And it's like, why are you calling it panties? Please don't call it panties. <laughs> that was just like the most ridiculous, like back and forth. And then Marco's just like, whatever, dog. <laughs> You do you. Can we stop talking about the two panties? <laughs> I'm cool with all of this. So then cut to the teacher walks in and starts talking in fast monotone. Um, the voice obviously sounds very familiar in certain inflections and and ways that starts talking. Uh, it's obviously Haru Haru. <laughs> and so then I'm like, well, come on. Like, I know that voice anywhere, especially considering I just binge watched the first season before I watched this. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then let's see here. Uh, teacher makes her watch porn. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <was> <laughs> I mean, they, they were, they're obviously, so the, my biggest complaint about this season so far is they're being way too on the nose with like, hey, it's just adolescence and, you know, these raging hormones are what are actually causing you to overflow and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, no shit. We all get that from the first one. You don't need to be like so on the nose of explaining it. And so it's obvious that she's just like, hey, if I show you porn, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then it'll cause you to quote unquote overflow and uh, Adamus will come out or whatever the fuck she's trying to do. And then of course that didn't do shit. No, of course it didn't because Descender is just like, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Next video. I don't care. (laughs) I've seen all these already. (laughs) 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 I've watched everything on Hentai Haven. Thank you. Can I watch it again? (laughs) AnimeTittyHub.com All all to anime titties. 
dot org. Hentai's. Hentai's dot edu. There it is. There we go. Hentai's dot It's an educational hent. Uh, ah, an educational haven of hentai. Everybody. There we go. I did it right. And throw back to an I beat the first episode. Yes. Yep. With everyone's favorite main character, Mo. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Um, let's see here. Go back to my notes here. So watching porn. Um, and then, of course, they show outside and there's another giant iron just sitting on top of the hill, which is the first time that you really see medical mechanica like in the in the real world as opposed to like your dream. Um, so do you think this is the same town or a different town? I believe it's the same town. It might be because a of the town. fact do what? Might be a different town. All right. Go with me on this. I think it's the same town because later on, there's a totally different iron that's beat to fuck. Yeah, but they also say that they came to this town because it's also got like one of these factories. Yes. But so why else around. would there be a beat to shit iron? But wasn't that by the beach? Yeah, Which they beat was, the fuck out of it and moved yeah. it. It like it got shifted and moved around during that last battle. I don't know if it like made it to the beach, but it. Well, there was the one that was by the, the beach, that was already destroyed, run down. Yeah, that's and there's this one. No, the, I'm talking about the one that they beat the shit out of in the first season. Or you think it is? Yeah, I think that yeah. I think the one by the beach is the one that they beat the shit out of in the first season. Right. I like the idea. Well, the thing so that I made me be like town. this is the same town is that, like, it's set up the exact same way, which is kind of common. But there was a big empty space from where the um, iron sat, you know, and there wasn't any housing or anything nearby, um, which would explain, like, when the thing blew up and moved around everywhere. But... Yeah, I don't know if they would have been able... I don't know. I mean, we're talking about a, uh, a show where magic space robots come out of people's heads. I think they can move an iron around if they want to. <laughs> I do love that, like, a lot of the, the comments... So I'm looking through some stuff, and it's like, fully cool and progressive. Where's Nauta? No guitars, but there are guitars. I don't know what they're talking about with no guitars. The guitars are, like, very blatantly there. Um, but I believe that it is the same town. I thought I remembered seeing... I don't know. I think it's just theory. And, um, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, because the reason why I think it's maybe somewhere different is because in the end credits, you do see someone that I think's Mamimi. Oh, no, Mamimi's totally in there. Okay, yeah. It's, yeah, there's like Mamimi. You see the split of the two people. So that's like I watched the, credit, I watched the end credits the first time, and then I was like, oh, they split apart. They're the same person. Okay, right. that makes kind of sense now. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you actually see Nauta. Well, yeah, in the end credits. In the end you, credits You see everybody well. in the end credits. I mean, there's Conti, yeah. there's the eyebrows guy, whatever his name is, and I can't remember. And I mean, everyone's in there. He's just eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, yep. makes sense. Eyebrows. <laughs> but they're all just like, like portraits where Mamimi is, she moves and she, you know, she has an animated and scene. And she's smoking. And, and she's smoking and looking at her camera, which is, so it's definitely Mamimi, but I mean, it's just like... She left Mabase. So yeah. that's why yes. I think that 
when she saw the shooting stars, just like, okay, maybe she's somewhere else. But it could also be an indicator of like, hey, everyone can see that shit's going down. It's all over the world. And there's multiple whatevers. Doesn't matter. Magic space pirates and (laughs) allusions to sex for toddlers. You sick fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Junior high. Yeah, junior high, not toddlers. So, I mean, there's at least Is it better? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Slightly? It is in Japan, apparently. No, I'm I'm sorry. Wrong. Bad, Chris. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so... Oh, dear God. Okay, so there's dirty old <laughs> men inside who love the Sundare. Um, they're just watching her and talking about how great she is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, man, this is where it is. All right, so they say, the plant here looks just like the other one, same sound, too. So it could be that it's the same town and in and it's a new plant, or it could be the next town over. I don't know, saying the plant here looks like the yeah. other one mm-hmm. sounds to me like somewhere else. Yep. Because they would it have said be. this plant looks like the same as the other one. That that could be as well, too. Um, all right, so outside, the mom's talking with uh, with her, and she gets hit by a Bel Air. Exactly the way that, that uh, Nauta gets hit by the Vespa. I was really pissed that the mom didn't take a picture. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, oh, shit, for insurance. Not a, click, click. A camera person. No, but if she would have been like, for insurance, click, click. You know, you could have easily, like, that, yeah. <laughs> you could have easily made it happen that it would have made sense still without her being a, a photographer. That would have been good. And I will say that, you know, missing out on some of the things that they had of, like, the, the weird little, like, manga cuts and stuff like that kind of sucks the art style for this one is bogus compared to uh the it's original. very much like cookie cutter anime yeah this is this is very much just like hey we have a story uh we want to make it uh 15 years later all right who's just going to do it for the lowest bid you know pretty much and it, it, it's very evident to me in, in a lot of the animation stuff uh but you know it's all right it, it, it is what it is at least it's more fully coolie i guess i don't know but yeah it does bug me that the quality and the coolness factor of a lot of the art is just not there. Like the original one, it was like a you could take a screenshot anytime and be like, "That's my desktop image," and you'd be fine. This one is just like, meh. Yeah, and they did at one point like really kind of like, I guess like texturize the edges a little bit, but it was never really, it was never really edgy. It was never really like crazy stuff. Um, and I, it doesn't even need to be edgy. Just you know, jumping from one style to the next. Is mm-hmm. all that I would ask, you know, just kind of doing it that way, doing the fully coolie thing, because nobody else does that except for, you know, Naruto. But that's because they just switched anime houses like all the fucking time. So you get that weird, like super realistic people look and then just the super anime look from one episode to the other. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Um <laughs> So they pause on the world, uh, bodies rotating. Uh, they do they do a whole lot of of the same type of stuff that they have. Uh, she tells her she needs to be careful of the woman in the Vespa. The Vespa woman. Vespa woman. Wasp woman. The wasp woman. Uh, and then she's walking around in that cat form again. 
uh, and you hear the medical mechanica siren. Um, and a robot comes out from the guy from class. So, oh man. Yeah, how do you even describe this? I don't even know like it where to start with this. It looks kind of like the one from that came out of uh, the the mayor's daughter, actually. Right. Like well, after I looked at it enough times, I was like, this really looks like the one that came out of the mayor's daughter. So not quite entirely, but. Very close. I have a theory about that and the fact that it looks like more goofy than anything else because he does another one and it looks goofy like a fart cloud and shit like that. Yep. And I think it's because they're not the, the quote unquote chosen one that is supposed to be spawning things out of their brain meats. And because of that, they needs. come out looking more funky, more mm, animalistic, like the one from the, the daughter because that was a head swap, right? And they did a head swap in this uh, uh, cluster as well. But even that was, you know, that thing was just a giant whatever. Well, but even when she transforms, she's a fucking weird looking little robot. Well, I think that has to do with her headphones because all times that she's done anything, she's had her headphones on. And that's supposed to be some kind of blocker. No, the headphones are part of the medical mechanica stuffs. Right, to stop it from getting Atomisk out. Instead, it puts out whatever mechanical mechanica bullshit. Which Maybe. I guess we'll have to see. Weird ass shit. Like after yep. this. But yeah, there is uh, some weird tomfoolery going on with it. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 Horn grows out again. Uh, and they fight. And it, it's really like there's not like much. No, these but, fight scenes are garbage too. And, and a lot of times it's just mostly everyone screaming. And, and there was screaming before and stuff like that, but now it's up to oh God Jira, Jirai, Jinyu, Jinyu Force, Jinyu, Genyu Force. Yeah, it's up to the triangle sunglasses lady. Jinyu, Jinyu. All right, it's up to her. Yeah, the Jinyu Force uh, and Jira. or uh, Haruko to just come in and blast it with the guitar. Which I would, okay, I would give you Jinyu Force, Chris, if she did cool poses. She does not do cool poses. <laughs> <laughs> For a third of this anime so far, she's just been laying around. So, <laughs> and breaking um, plates. As the next plates. thing is, she comes down and she's cleaning, and uh, she's got bandage on her head, and Jinyu's cleaning and breaking plates. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Uh, so while she's in school, uh, she's like looking at her phone again, and Fully Cooly and FLCL and everything like that just starts like like mass coming through in the conversation that was going on and Hada Hada Hadako makes an appearance and she yeah. goes fucking like loopy and does some weird trance on the class <laughs> I think it was just mostly like well they did talk a little bit about how like you can't do any kind of like uh, mind control and she probably did some mind control on the class to make them all go maybe that has to do with the poo poo pooey or whatever and just like that yep. that she says well yeah she totally like talks she talks about a lot of stuff and, and just like it's like a hypnotic thing I don't know I don't know okay. that's the end of the first episode though and then we get this great music from the pillows they're good, man. They're just really good. It's they're super good. Um, so this is when we see, like, if you're if you're watching and paying attention, uh, you see the the split of the two. So they they it's one entity, which is Hara Hara Haruko, going towards Atavisk, uh, devours Atavisk, and then 
weird shit happens. They split in two. Um, that's when, like, shooting stars go off all over the place. That's when you see Mamimi. And then you start seeing a whole bunch of other people just, like, kind of going by back and forth. You see Conti and all them. And, like, it, it's really hard to tell exactly where this fits in. Yeah. Other than the fact that you know that these two are split apart. So it's not really that much of a shocker. They, they do do the traditional anime thing of like, hey, shocker, we spoiled it in the credits already. Sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get the point, like, this is the yeah. bad person. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, yeah. Reasons to apparently skip credits in anime. Like, normally <laughs> you don't do that. Although I guess in American, like, sitcoms you kind of do. It's all good, man. Like, if I mean, you watch Friends like, enough, you realize, like, I mean, oh, the I'm next in episode, In the next episode, anyway, she says, I'm you. So it's not like it's you're spoiling, like, the, the season mm, finale yeah, situation. it's kind of like a inferred. It's not so much like they're like, we split apart, and we're technically the same person, and blah, blah, blah. She just says, I'm you. <laughs> I know. Which could mean very so many different chest things. On that aspect, but when it comes to, like, hey, this is about growing up and teen adolescence and stuff like that, they're just like, smash it in your face. <laughs> Puberty! <laughs> Puberty! <laughs> oh, man. It's, we need to keep talking so we can let the music go. Okay, let's talk about episode two. Yeah. I, I guess think we our, do I that. think our crowd, our, our massive following will understand. Yes, yes. that's all right. <laughs> all right, so uh, she starts walking along. So, uh, sorry, episode two. Uh, we will go to, and I totally forgot to read the synopsis for episode one, but that's okay. Uh, Freebie Honey is the name of the second episode. Uh, Hidomi wakes up from yet another dream of her becoming a zombie at school. Well, Haru gives her a handout to bring to Koide, who wouldn't show or who didn't show up to class. That's pretty much it. That's like the whole synopsis of the episode. It's like, hey, take this handout. Okay, I'll take this handout, and right. then madness ensues. Here's a worksheet that you have to take to your classmate, and he lives in the ghettos, apparently. Yep. Apparently. Apparently. Um, and it is not... When they finally get to the point, you're like, oh, yeah, here's your handout. Like, they're basically, like, spent from battle and all this shit, and it's like, here's your handout. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't have the same, like, feeling that the original anime had. No. There, there's... It's, it's this episode was obviously they're just like hey we just need to spend an episode to like set up that she likes him that's it yeah like we already obviously mm-hmm. know that he likes her and it's very simple to feel that when she like or when he like looks at her and you're just like oh yeah he totally likes her um but yeah it's much harder to do that when you've basically been trying to put in that she's a sundare right yep and so now we have this whole episode of them being like, look how manly and brawny he is. Oh, man. Super brawny. He's, he's so chiseled. He's so cool. Like, he doesn't care. He's, he's like the most, like, awesome guy. And he doesn't, like, brag about it. Isn't that something that you like a lot? It he's is. a hard worker. And, and he lives in the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's not too, like, pompous or anything like that. It's just exactly what you want. You can run away with him forever. <laughs> Look at those abs. 
Even though he doesn't have, like, muscles most of the time, but then suddenly abs appear. He was yeah. able to drag a VW Beetle with eight other dudes. Those things weigh like 300 pounds. That was hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, two people could drag that thing. I know. I was just like, this is like the worst car they could have been doing this on. <laughs> if it was like a Ford F-250 or something like that, I'd have been like, That's, that takes a lot to drag it. Pushing it's much easier. Dragging, not so much. They oh, had the emergency brake on. <laughs> there He's you so go. so chiseled to use the e-brake. The one part we don't know is that the emergency brake was seized on, and that's why it was so much trouble. They did have a guy whipping him, too, on the, on the yeah. top. So Yeah, what the fuck was up with that? I got that written down somewhere. And it was like, slave labor? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, okay, so I was, so like, ready, she had, to see, I was ready to see that that was his dad or something like that. Then, see, <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, is that gonna be his dad? Nope, not his dad. Um, God, we can just skip through a I'm bunch of rip shit. Rip my here. shirt off. <laughs> so she has a weird zombie dream, uh, which was really fucked up. And and this is this is actually one of the points where there's like different animation style than the rest of the anime. And his fat friend that was wearing the skirt and the other friend were like eating people and then they eat him and then they eat her and then she wakes up and apparently is fine with that so i don't know but comes downstairs and mom is teaching is teaching uh what's her name how to make mixy mixy curry she's telling her that you're supposed to mixy mixy it at the table that's why it's mixy mixy curry if you mix it too early it's bad I don't know. I just looked at it and said, mmm, I want curry. Yeah, curry, man. Mm, curry. <laughs> Especially since she had curry all over her face. I'm like, mmm, yummy. I want to <laughs> eat curry. You don't like that curry <laughs> off her face, don't you, you sick fuck? You sick fuck. <laughs> She's legal. <laughs> Maybe. You we have don't no know. fucking we clue, don't know. man. Later on, later on when, you see, when they like show them, they show like everyone's age, and then they show her as question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she split from Haruko, I guess you can probably assume that she's least. I don't know. They showed Haruko as sixteen <laughs> in this one. Yes, she was when like they nineteen. Show, when or they showed 20. her face, it said it said, a, it said Haru Haru sixteen. I'm like, there's no fucking way she's sixteen. She was like twenty something in the first one. Right. Well, maybe this isn't. A, no, what the fuck? I have no idea. This is weird. I have no idea. You're What's a sick fuck. That's all we know now. <laughs> I don't know. I want to eat curry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this is probably one of the best parts of the anime. Is everyone's in class. Haruhara Haruko comes in and is, like, talking just a bunch of gibberish. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, the yearbook's ready. And just drops it down and then leaves. And everyone's looking at the yearbook, reminiscing about, like, weird shit that's going on. They all see these, like, amazing elaborate pictures and Domi sees fucking, like, grade school cartoon <laughs> drawings. <laughs> and it's like, at one point, they set a bonfire on top of the school and burn the school down. That's right. And they totally <laughs> so believe they burned burn the them school all. down, even though they're in the school. <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> well, it's more of that uh, uh, manipulation and mind control that she's talking about. Cause all yes, I know, but this fuck. is, like, literally one of the best parts of the anime is this, is this like minute to two minute long thing where they're just talking about how great their memories are and how great their school is and how much fun they've had and she's just like looking at it it's like 
the fuck are these guys looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Remember we burnt like, down the school? That was yeah, awesome. That was so awesome. It's fun. like four color crayon drawings. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like their elaborate pictures. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so real. So, so, so good. real. So good memories. <laughs> Uh, that is the great part is like seeing like what they see and then seeing what she sees and just like wow <laughs> <laughs> these kids are fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay uh so let's see here uh oh Haru is riding the Vespa in the school in typical Haru fashion of course um, she asks her to deliver the 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 homework, I guess, to her friend. And uh, she's like, "Whatever, fine." She's like, "Come on, you should do it." She's like, "Okay, fine, I'll do it." So then she starts walking over to his house, and you see the robot from the first episode as a crossing guard. Yeah, which was funny. And which all is the- a, a good throwback to episode two of the original Footy Cody of where. Conti's just a crossing guard, except instead of like just having a bunch of like little kids surrounding him, there's like six little school kids hanging from the yeah. cables <laughs> and just going fucking ape shit around him. And she's just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> what? And she just looks over, she's like, "Um, okay." <laughs> the ghetto's fucking weird. <laughs> She's not even in the ghetto yet. That's the best part. <laughs> That's apparently the boss to get into the ghetto, and the boss just let her go through. Um, so she starts walking through the ghetto, and then you get that creepy old man, which was the old man that was in the, the cafe earlier. You want to um, be a pro? Yeah, just Look talking about being a pro, which then you find out later on is like, oh, you want to be a pro boxer? <laughs> Look at those fists. He just keeps looking at everybody's hands and like, you've got amazing fists. What? So creepy. God, this is guy's creep. You can be a pro. Come on, you and me, we can ride to the top. Um, So then the two two high school chums, or middle school chums, show up, um, and they decide to help her. uh, And the one in the skirt shows her her way to his house. And he's like, are you ready to see this side of him? Because if you're not, well, too bad. Here you go. And this is where the slave labor comes in. It's like, uh, what? Yeah, and then they go into, like, how he doesn't make money. So then he's like, I'm going to make uh, airsoft guns. Yeah, and- he makes an airsoft gun <laughs> and ammo. And then tries to sell them with a with a dolly to carry the ammo maker. <laughs> And apparently, and the guy we're selling beats him a, up. And, well, a, a selling them on the black market to Americans, I guess, or English speakers. To we're looking for actual guns. Actual guns, well, yeah. Okay, so was it in English and Japanese? Yes, it was in yeah. full on okay, English, yeah. Because it was in like Russian. <laughs> oh, really? That's English funny. Portion, no, yeah. it was, I mean, very broken English, but it was, it was definitely oh, English. Oh, it was definitely yeah. broken, whatever fucking language it was supposed to be. <laughs> So they they made a, a good change then, at least in the English portion. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the best is that he's sitting there and he's beating the crap out of me. And he's like, no matter how many times you punch me, I feel no pain. And then he's just <laughs> on top of it, punching him just like repeatedly over and over and over again. Okay, oh, it's I feel so pain. great. <laughs> and he just keeps punching him more and more and more. Um 
That boy then can she sure overflows. Take a That's so hot. Yeah, she overflows and her nose bleeds and passes out. Uh, he takes her to his room. To which so he takes his, this opportunity to kidnap her and take him back to yes. his place. Well, obviously, obviously. Isn't that what you always do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, are you trying to tell me that there's something else we're supposed to do? <laughs> if there is, I don't know what it is. You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he takes her he takes her back to his room, and he's trying to stop the nosebleed. Um, and then we find out that the tickets that he had bought and was talking to the guys about it, like, oh, yeah, you should totally do these because this will get the chicks. And he bought them for her. Obviously. And I'm sure there's something hidden Obviously. in that ticket because it's got, like, tons of code on it. And yeah, stuff there's, like, like code and all sorts of stuff. And I forget. I didn't write down exactly what it said. But what it said had absolutely nothing to do with, like, planetarium or anything right, like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah. So that's a thing. And then the next thing is he jumps out of his underwear. Much like the dad from the well, first Well, yeah, he starts season. going super oh, creepy. Yeah. He starts checking her out, ogling her and stuff like that. And he's just like, yeah, you know what? All right. And then Haruku stops him. Yep. And then the maid shows up. Oh, I thought it was his mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, his mom did show up at one point, like before this. We just skipped over that because he kicked her ass out. Right, yeah. She, oh, like, yeah. sat down. She's like, oh, you brought over another girl, huh? Oh, well, let me just make it home. And oh, that's what I was talking about. You're like, talking about the now or whatever, yeah, yeah. jumping out of whatever and being like, I told you to avoid her. And then they had the little, little spit. Yeah. So a maid shows up. Car's a robot, apparently. Uh, then Haruko, like, it jumps up from... From the apartment area, and she's got him wrapped around on a dog leash for some fucking reason. Uh, uh, and then the mom calls the maid mid-fight, which I thought was fucking great. <laughs> that Hadomi's mom just, like, calls her mid-fight. She's like, what? No, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I gotta call you back. <laughs> We're a just... maid delivery service. I said that it would be a maid delivering. I can't do that right yes. now. Yes, <laughs> there you go, that's it. <laughs> oh, God. So then this is when they acknowledge that, oh, wait, sorry. Uh, and we need to make sure, dog leash, uh, maid mid fight, uh, summons robot from his head, which then this is the next robot. Uh, then... Let's see. Okay, this is this is when they finally acknowledge that Haru split in the mid credits right. or in the end credits of the first episode. They're like, ah, yeah, like that totally makes sense. Uh, horn grows, weird robot comes out. Uh, no touchy <laughs> doesn't want her touching her, and then punches herself back into normalcy. This robot was weird, by the way. Yeah, the little doll robot or whatever. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah. And, and I don't know why Haru was so like, hey, yeah, this is great. This will work out well. I guess she just saw <laughs> the potential power and then she just like exploded on her. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she just beats the shit out of Haru, Haru, Haruko. Uh, and then hits herself, returns herself back to normal. And then this is when, then she gives the work. She's like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's your homework. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, hey. oh, your <laughs> face looks so funny. We've been beat to uh, shit, and robots came out of us. But yeah, you're so funny looking. Yeah, we're supposed to find it funny. We don't. Yeah, I didn't. Um, it was it was just kind of like, ha. How uh-huh. was it? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so episode three, freebie honey. Jump. Hadomi right wakes up. Episode. 
Do what? Jump right into that beach episode. Oh, yeah. Like, it it actually came out like a left out of nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Hidomi wakes up from yet another dream of her becoming a zombie. At school, Raharu gives her a handout. Oh, wait. I'm reading the wrong one. Yeah, I was like, no, this is... Yeah. The, there we go. Crazy things happen during Hidomi's NO activation, which... I, I don't know how we know it's supposed to be an NO activation. And she is now left with a cheerful and happy personality, which is the total opposite of her real self. The only way to bring her back to normal is to destroy the cables of the giant iron. Wait, isn't that episode four? I don't know. No, that is the third episode. See, that is the best part, because I read that earlier on something else, too. Like, on the... Uh, uh, the Adult Swim thing, like that's the synopsis that was on Adult that was on Adult Swim too. They have to break the cables for the giant iron. That happens in this episode, or they figure it out because she goes crazy in this one, and that's what the fourth episode's about. Yeah, and then they break the giant yeah. iron, like they put it up on its back. Right. Yeah. The the third episode is the beach episode, and then the yeah, this does not talk about the beach portion at all. At all. In the and, synopsis, and, and, and neither giant... did the Adult Swim thing, because there is a completely different. Uh, there's a completely different synopsis for the fourth episode. Weird. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> there is this whole thing where she's just like going all happy-go-lucky and talking about we're going to devour each other today and I'm going to go see my classmates. And then she gets nailed in the face by a mini-maid. Uh, mini mini version of uh, the maid character, um, and then suddenly they're underwater and everybody's on hooks and they all go up to the front or up to the top and then they all get eaten and a hand crushes everybody and that's it and then all of a sudden beach episode yeah. <laughs> like, nihilistic again every single one no. of her dreams is super nihilistic yeah but like. Out of left, out of like left field beach episode. Boom! You did not see a beach episode coming. Nope. <laughs> nope. No beach episode. I, know, I did in not the first see a beach episode coming. And now here yeah. we go right away. Well, so this would be the, episode nine. So that's technically. Yeah, it's so usually that's, episode that's, nine. Yeah, so it's within the beach episode <laughs> timeline. Uh, uh, oh, it's so <laughs> hilarious! You guys like, are like, yeah, that's what it normally happens. This uh, is true. <laughs> Episode 9 of anime is usually when it happens. This is the ninth episode in total for Fooly Cooly. Wow. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, okay, so... Blah, 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 blah. Beach episode. Uh, the boys, the boys are, are freaking all out at Haruko. Yeah, they're the- all swooning over Haru. Haru. And apparently Fatty's got a girlfriend and she's coming soon, everybody. Yeah. And then his girlfriend is a lolly named Aiko. And she doesn't sweat. He <laughs> makes a makes a point to say that she doesn't sweat. Which would mean that the real Aiko doesn't sweat. What Otherwise, if she did sweat, then he would be wrong. What do you mean the real Aiko? Like, like her Aiko in general. Like he he's like giving like all of these like descriptions of his girlfriend and talking about like how great she is. He's like, and she doesn't sweat, which would mean that the real Iko doesn't sweat. Okay. And they're at the beach in the summertime. You would think she would sweat. So what? She doesn't sweat. Ladies don't sweat. They glow. 
Yes, and they she's, also she's fart rainbows out of their asses. It's potpourri, uh-huh. butterflies, I culture and too. rainbows. <laughs> That's what happens, everybody. Just so you know, they don't poop and they no, don't fart. No, you'll never, no. never. This, this is embarrassing. I gotta hold my plant. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> the plant thing was great. I, and I, sat, I literally, I wrote this and I said, why is she carrying a plant? And then they immediately answer it. Oh, it's an emotional support plant. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's it's a plant in a makes pot. Makes me feel better. It makes it's me feel expensive. better. It's very expensive. So they go through and there's like chatter going back and forth between the Hadako and them. And then all of a sudden, pff, Hadako takes a volleyball to the face. Like way harder than I would have thought anybody, which makes you think think that Aiko might be a little bit different than she is yeah. than she shows. Yeah. Like not even different than she shows for for like the fake date, but even later on like different different. Well, I mean, is her dad or whatever is that eyebrows? I don't know if her dad is eyebrows. He seems very incompetent to be eyebrows. Yeah, but he also and maybe it's eyebrows son or something like that. Like maybe we have no eyebrows idea. Son. Eyebrows of the kid? Yeah, true that too. It's kind of a stretch. <laughs> yes. And and this isn't like 50 Nobody years later. This him. is only like at max 15 years. Yeah, and he's got a daughter. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we also have not talked about whether or not the old man that wants everybody to be boxers is his is Nauta's grandfather. Nah, I don't, I don't see that. Seems similar. I mean, he would be like hella old. Grumpy old man is grumpy old man in anime. I mean, it also could be Master Roshi at that point. It could. Good. But <laughs> it also could still be that. I mean, it, he would be like super fucking old if you really think about it because he was like damn old in Nauta's timeline. If it really is like 15 plus years later, he'd be like damn old, you know? But you never know. No, the grandpa didn't do shit and doesn't know shit at the end of the first season, so. True. He wasn't a boxing champ. Yeah, he wasn't a boxing champ. He could have learned. His whole thing could have been like, I need to make sure that I need need to stop this from happening again. Meh. Meh. All right. Anyways, uh, so let's see here. Volleyball to the face. And what does she do? She starts fucking pummeling everybody with volleyballs. Naturally, naturally. Fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, Aiko's sitting there talking with Hitomi, and she's like, well, what do you want? She's like, I want nothing. I don't care. Yeah, weren't you planning on swimming? She's just like, no, No. not. And then she's like, why weren't you? And she's like, that's not the plan today. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you came to the beach, so wasn't the idea to swim? It's like, well, no, what about you? That's not part of the plan. That's not what we agreed on this time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have that written down specifically. That's not what we agreed upon this time. Uh, They Uh, do typical beach stuff where they crush a watermelon with with a wooden sword. Um... Oh, uh, what's her name also gets encased in cement. Yep. <laughs> and she's like totally Which, fine with this. <laughs> at first, it, at this first it seems fun? like it's just sand. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, shit's 
changed color. Well, she she had a mixer. She had yeah. a mixer out, and she just like. Oh, did she have a mixer? Yeah. Out? I did not notice that part. And she just starts mixing cement right then and there, and it's just like, no, this is great. I must have looked down to take notes, like right at the part where the mixer came out. Uh, yeah, so she, she's encased in cement. She's just in this giant cement pill. It's okay. It's all right. And she was Don't like, worry. I'm cool with this. <laughs> How is this supposed to be fun again? Oh, now you're leaving. Whatever. <laughs> I have my badass sunglasses on. I'm good. <laughs> so then Iko is like, hey, I need to go. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you've got that thing. I'm going to walk you to the train station. Okay. So he walks her to it. And then we find out that Iko is a crazy bitch. <laughs> no, just a child prostitute, basically. Well, yeah. yeah but she like at first she's like, she's like, meh. You and what's going on and blah 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 blah. I demand overtime. Then, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, not really. A, it's like a female gigolo, kind of. Yeah, and so gigolos don't necessarily. Okay, so that's one of the weird things is that prostitutes always do it for sex. Gigolos don't always do it for literally she's an, an escort. escort. She's literally an escort. escort. Yeah, yes, literally yeah. an escort. There you go. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she is an escort. Did. Uh, just but it's gotta people. exchange a gift so they yeah. purchase That's, it. That is the best part. Is I that bought she this? exchanges <laughs> <laughs> the potted plant that she's carrying around. Her emotional support plant is his fee. And he's like, okay, so I bought a plant. Um, and there, his friend was watching him the entire time. That was a great scene. He <laughs> just has to like, chill up his spine. He's just like, wait a minute. And then there's and Martha just hiding in the bush. Like, Oh, shit. Everything having to do with those two and this situation is perfect. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so they sneak into the medical mechanical plant, um, and uh, he hears Haru uh, with, with Atomi and just weird seductive sounds coming from inside there as... Haru normally does, but it's a little more on the nose and a little bit more creepy with a girl. It's just I guess? way too on the nose. Like it's obvious yeah. that they're just is like. It, hey, is it just know. us that it's creepier? That it's with a girl? Is that what it is? No, I mean no. it is definitely creepier. But I mean it's it's because there she she it's obviously the like the the symbolism for this one is a duality you know that you have the two harukos you know and stuff like that but then you have the two of them and it's going to be obvious that when the two of them finally come together that they're going to be able to spawn the ultimate whatever necessary you know type thing i guess so, so she's trying to rile but that's what him they up were apparently hmm they were the ultimate whatever before uh, Haruko like according and, to the credits, yeah the, yeah. the two were together, and then they split apart. For whatever reason, something caused them to split, and that caused Adamus to leave. And so they're trying to get him back. Unless Adamisk is inside still. Technically, and because they did or, hint at that a little according, bit, where they're yeah, just like... They talk about it. That's mm-hmm. the power of Adamus, but it's not him. Yeah, so Adamus, like, like, it could be that Adamus split a part of her out. Don't in know. order to keep the full power from being achieved or whatnot. Like, that could be it. I don't know. We'll have to see in the next episodes. Who knows? Anywho. Well, so uh, interesting things that happen here is that uh, um, he was able to call a monster out himself, which we've never seen before. 
And then also, well, I don't remember he overflows. Did. I'm sorry. He sees that he, it's because he overflows. Yeah. He comes in and he sees that she was in a bathing suit the entire time. And then he overflows himself. But he then which, controlled it. He's like, I don't know what you are, but go, let's do that. Mm-hmm. But he kind of controls it. Maybe he just said it and it just did it in general anyways. <laughs> And then my Wait. second favorite part during this battle is that they finally, like, kind of answer a little bit of how this whole head thing happens and where she calls the original robot to come back into the battle. And it does the little black hole scene where the robot's oh, just, like, yeah. playing cards or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, like, then gets Don't. sucked into the black hole and then comes out his head. <laughs> yes, that part actually was really cool. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Which does answer a little bit more of how it's just like, it's not just them coming out of your head. It's just literally like they explained in uh, the first season is that like you have a black hole in your head. There's nothing in there. Yeah. And it, it comes out. Okay. So in in between that <laughs> portion, this is where I was like, wait, I, I immediately like dropped on to like a line. I'm like, wait, where did this happen? Uh, they cut back to the two the two guys talking and he's like, why don't you laugh about it? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, stop. He's like, okay. And then they cut back again, and he's crying <laughs> because it's so fucking sad yeah. that he did that that he can't even laugh at it. <laughs> at which point, I thought that was fucking funny. Um, let's see here. Uh that's it. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, yeah, that's when we find out that Iko's father is the guy from the cafe, and he needs the flower pot. Um, and then she, like, Hidomi flies down and kisses his abs, and then overflows. Well, it just like runs into him pretty, pretty much. But yeah. Yes, it, but just... it, but lips on abs, um, and then a giant brain comes out this time. Right? Looked like a brain to you? It looked kind of like a brain. It just looked like an amalgamation of garbage, and it was going to create yeah. something It was bigger. like an amalgamation of garbage, but then it had, like, the whole spinal column coming down mm-hmm. and yeah. the the the, the, the spine or the brain stem and all that. Like, you know, like, all that was pretty much there within that. So I, that's why I immediately thought, I was like, oh, brain, okay. Uh, flower pot uh, hits him in the face. <laughs> And then we find out that uh, that V-shaped uh, sunglasses girl is still in the concrete, and she hands him. She busts out of the concrete and hands him the guitar. She doesn't bust out. She just kind of like gets her arms out and then like. Well, she, but she doesn't like fully bust out, but she busts her arms out. I mean, yeah, yeah. she's like sitting in there like this in a fucking pill, and then all of a sudden she's like, poof, poof, guitar. <laughs> now she's ready to do a uh, peanut butter jelly dance. So he gets knocked in the air uh, and then comes flying down and slams the guitar into the ground. Um, the brain. At which, well, the brain, yeah. At which point it doesn't really, that's the best part. It's like, I say ground and it says brain right here on my notes. <laughs> and then you said the brain. And I'm like, well, yes, the brain. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and it doesn't look like much happens, and all of a sudden it's like, and then shit starts breaking up. Um, let's see. Uh, then it exposes Haru says her. that she doesn't yeah. have enough yet. Uh, and then she pushes Haru away. 
reaches for the he- or he reaches for the headphones and they drill into her fucking head. Yeah, that was, an that was system. interesting. Like it was like, hey, if you just do it, then we'll be fine. And then when he's like, here, I'll help you, and and then it drilled into her head. Like, and they're like, oh, it's a security feature to prevent you from doing whatever. Because yeah, these headphones are obviously the thing. Emergency that system has been activated. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they drill in, and it's like one of the weirdest fucking scenes of like where they just like you'd see these giant fucking corkscrew drills go into her. So her skull. Like, hmm. Nobody could really survive that. Sure. You just got a lobotomy. <laughs> You're under our control. You got a well, sideways that's why, lobotomy. That's why she all of a sudden becomes ridiculous. <laughs> yes. All right, which brings us to episode four. Lupicuar? I don't. I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's a weird name. L zero L O O, then capital P, capital Q, capital R. Um, Marco is the only one that seems to think that Happy Hidomi is attractive. While he's aware that Ide is in love with her, he works part time to buy her a charm. Which he doesn't really work part time. Like he already had a job, but that's beside the point. Uh, meanwhile, Jinyu and Raharu scheme to go up to the plant in their Bel Air. Um, yeah, this whole thing of him finding her attractive felt really, like, forced. Super forced. Yeah. It was just like, a, oh, now I like this personality a lot more, and I find it fun, yada, 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 even though it's annoying as shit, and uh, whatever. I mean, you can be attracted to, you know, someone's personality and, and their energy type thing of just like, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm attracted to a happy person type thing. Um, he but, likes yeah. really ditzy broads. Right, but but him being yes. like, I'm just going to get a job and uh, buy a, a charm for whatever, and I don't know. That was just like, they just needed to get him into that fucking Viking thing for some reason, and they're like, well, let's do this. So, yeah, it felt super forced. Super duper forced. Um, at which point we see, so we see Hitomi trotting around, uh, around town, in which case she goes by a big-ass fat cat. Yeah, the, the big the ass fat cat look familiar to you? Yep. Same town. And she barks at it. Scares <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the shit out of it. Which is which is a good indicator too that she's now under the control of medical mechanica because you know she would hate that cat because that cat yeah because that that cat was the the conduit to whatever the fucking uh, group that that Haruka was supposed to be a part of right. Um. The Galactic Patrol or something? Something like that. They called it something else. Hang on a sec. They called it the... The Fraternity. Yeah, Medical Mechanica and the Fraternity continues to rage across the galaxy. That's, like, what I guess is their hand. Let's... Let's see what they... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's still part of the Bureau of Interstellar Immigration. The Bureau of Interstellar Immigration is an organization that deals with interactions between Earth and extraterrestrial entities, such as Medical Mechanica. It is currently unknown if this organization is national, international, or whether or not it operates in secrecy. However, seeing as it was capable of orchestrating the evacuation of Mambase, it must have some association with the governance. It goes on for like three more. Yeah, I believe it. There's probably like paragraphs. There's a lot. Dude, I clicked on Atomisk. There's like 
a full like a bunch of page that's a bunch of shit on this <laughs> it's just like so much on Adamisk. he resembles a giant glowing red bird whose wings span for miles and almost all appearance on earth he has a nose ring in his upper beak identical to Haruko's bracelet however when he emerges from Haruko in fully clearly progressive oh wait we don't want to, we don't want to read that part <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is dark and it's full of spoilers, everybody. All right, let's just move on. So Hiromi's, or Hitomi is trotting around town like a fucking gallivant, goes by a cat, uh, going crazy. Uh, signals are flickering, or she has like the signal bar on her headphones are flickering around, um, which I still didn't. I guess that that was just the signal coming from Medical Mechanica. Yeah, I think it was just yeah. indicating that she is under the control. I thought that that was more of a countdown at first. I thought and it was battery like at first. Solid signals. <laughs> well, like that a, too. Like and a Wi-Fi like, signal almost. Yeah, like and then it was phone. a full-on solid signal later. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, it must just be the signal from Medical Mechanica and yeah. how, how well she receives them. Um, she draws a crazy-ass mural on the window. Uh, it's supposedly a space song um at which point the this is when space. <laughs> yes the song of space and this is when the friend uh go or decides that he likes her i guess like it, at the beginning ida was like oh she's attractive but then he like falls in love and that's where he sees the trinket and he's like oh i need to buy the trinket for her because that's the way that it should be um in which case we see a new ride at the the amusement park. Um, that's here. Then at this point, Iko is on another date. <laughs> date. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The bear. You see it in the foreground. Um, <laughs> the, and the she clock gives rings. the guy like, like oh, a, nope, time's up. Yeah, and she gives him like a, a carving of a bear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I, I, I guess I bought this. She's like, yeah, you bought that. Thank you. Goodbye. And this is when we see Lord Conti on a cross. <laughs> and and they're like, complaining about how they used him on all of his parts to make whatever technology that they needed. Which is definitely the plant in the pot for some reason. And definitely and the bear. I'm assuming is also the uh, bear. Right, the carving oh, yeah. of the bear. Completely. Aiko's giving away all the parts of Conti, and yeah. obviously they're going to come together, and Conti's going to be resurrected. We get it. Yes, we get it. All uh, hail Lord Conti. Yeah. Aiko keeps Adam. giving away objects that interfere with, with medical mechanica. Like, oh, way to go, Aiko. You're the best. Um, you do, you do. So best. she comes in, and they're pretending to do boxing. And oh, yeah, because the, well, the whole his, secret base, like, came down. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the secret base comes down and like the corner of the room like comes down on Conti's head and you just see a TV sitting in the center or in the corner of that. Uh, and he tries to recruit Aiko talking about her hands and how she could be a pro and she's amazing and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then they freak out at the mention of the Viking ship, which is the new attraction that they have at the amusement park. That it could be happening sooner or later. And th this kind of also annoyed me a little bit because it's like forced mystery. Like, it's just like, okay, fine, I guess, whatever. Stuff. Stuff. 
things. Uh, so then they, they're like, okay, so we need to destroy the antenna and the facility in order to get her to go back to normal. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's kind of like like a Star Wars plan, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Literally, it's like, yeah, we need to destroy this like thing down here on the planet so that the shield goes down and then then we'll attack. But we're going to do it at this time, so trust us. Trust us. It'll be done. It'll be so dope. It'll be amazing. You, you'll show up, and it will totally be down, we swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so they start up the Viking uh, thing, and it's... Po- like So I don't know exactly what the premise for the Viking thing was. It was obviously something to do with the headset and, you know, I think what they're doing is they're trying to use it as a way to force something out. And maybe they didn't know that uh, Marco had the power at the time. Yeah, yeah, because I was wondering that. It's like that seems to be very much happenstance and he already worked there. Right. Yeah. So and it seemed like like he tested these things out regularly to begin with. Either way, though, that fucking thing points directly at the medical mechanica facility. Right. Like, it is, like, spot on. Like, you couldn't do that even if you tried type thing. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, then all of a sudden, the Viking thing flips upside down, and the prong thingies on the side of the helmet then connect up to the the tires on the bottom of the piece and it seems like it's priming it for something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hidomi finds the plant inside the car, uh, throws it up in the air and brains the guy in the head, at which point then creating a vortex and the vortex then traps both, both Harus into like inside the medical mechanic facility. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I mean, what was nice about this is that we finally saw, like, what was in there, so to say, kind of. And they do talk. Yeah, it's pretty very hollow because obviously it's just an iron. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, um, they then talk about a little bit more on how, like, hey, we are the same person. You know, we're going for the same goal. But, you know, we have two different viewpoints about it. Yada, yada, yada. So, you know, and then she Haru is just like, all right, well, then I'm just going to eat you. Mm-hmm. And then the Get in my belly. Fight starts. And that's when the fight started. Yes. Sorry, I took a big drink before you started saying that, and then it kind of took a little bit to drink that down. You're fine. <laughs> um, so it's where you start to wonder, did Adamisk break them apart, or did they break apart themselves? Like, did... I have a feeling that... Haru subconsciously kicked her out because that part of her body seems to think that Adamisk needs to be separate and he needs to be free. And Haru thinks that Adamisk needs to be subjugated. But then Haru also has now realized, oh, I can't control Adamisk without you. Yeah, I think I think it's the clear case of like, hey, my guilt or my conscience type thing splitting off. 
And then when she goes mad and like gets angry, you know, she she eats her eats it back in and becomes full yeah. power. You know, it's kind of like a all right, you're getting over it or whatever, you know, type thing. Yeah, so, she really different. wanted to kick that part out of her, and then she's like, oh shit, I can't control him without you, right? Type thing. Your boyfriend um, broke up with you. You got sad. You kicked part of you out. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You tried. You tried to kick the anger out, but you need the anger. You need it. Need it. Need it. Um. So then you hear talking uh, in whatever that little room is about the owner of Conti as being a larger being somewhere in size between a person and a planet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Duh. Obviously. So then, yeah, they're arguing about how to treat Atavisk. Then... Uh, Hitomi starts talking about some really depressing mom and dad shit. A uh, little bit more than what you ever hear in the original Fully Coolie, which we touched upon a little bit earlier about how the the dad wasn't there and then the mom's not there and she's just waiting for the dad and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then there's fighting inside the medical mechanical facility. Uh, they knock the signal down. The, the headphones disengage and they fall off. And then she overflows. And then, God, what comes out? The giant oh, yeah. yeah. A big blue arm comes out, uh, and then it turns out that it's the two of them fighting. Yep. And one, one's blue, one's red. Red, obviously, being the, uh, the coloring oh. that we normally saw for Atomisk earlier in the, in the series itself. Which brings um, more to the fact that, like, hey, the two of them together are able to bring out Atomisk, and here come the two of them. So it's yeah, just like, and she can't com- she can't completely control the power of Atomisk without her. Right. It's like exactly. she has the power of Atomisk. She kicked that portion out of her body, and then she's like, "No, I fucking need you, actually." Nah, bitch. Nah. Nah, 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 bitch. Nah, you bitch. belong here. You belong here, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um. Da, 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 da. Uh, then this is when we find out that they transferred the uh, whatever it was via head bonk, which happened in the original series as well. Um, and a giant bamboo shoot starts coming out of his head. And then it plants down into the ground as he's on the uh, on the Viking ship and then launches him up and starts pushing the medical mechanic mechanica facility up. Up and over. And the, yep. And then a robot comes out at one point. I don't remember the robot coming out. I must have been like writing. I don't notes either. At that time. All of a sudden, it was there yeah. and it was pointless. Yeah. And okay, it was so it wasn't just stock. me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> robot weird robot appears. That's just as weird as the first robot that we saw uh, Hidomi as. Um, starts appearing and shooting off missiles and shit like that and going crazy. Which I had no idea where the fuck that thing came from. Um, it attacks Haru, um, and then this is when we see. Uh, we, we see, uh, what's her name? Save the car. Um, but Haru knocks a giant hole in her stomach. Uh, and the medical mechanic facility is stood up on its end. You know, like an iron that you're trying to rest. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. And then uh, Haru devours uh, Jinyu. And in a similar Hidori. gruesome fashion as the first season. Yes, just as gruesome as in the first season. I mean, there's no real blood, but she right. definitely has like this weird form. It kind of looked the same form. way that uh, Kanta would eat. Yeah, like when Conti ate him the first time. Yep. Yes. Yeah, definitely, which 
brings more to the fact that the two or that she already has Adamisk in her. She just can't fully uh, activate all the powers because Adamisk was supposed to be like Lord Conti at that point. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that that's very clear there. And now she's taken in the full power. And then they did that. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities here of just like, hey, here's the power. And now it's belonging to uh, Haruko. Yep. And then Hidomi rejects her. And that's how it ends. So, so good. we got two episodes left. Yeah, good good uh, uh, break point. I mean, it's finally getting some answers here. Um, we already covered pretty much that it's just like, it's not hitting all cylinders. The art style, I think, is the main thing that's really missing for me. Uh, just to have something that's not just a Definitely. basic anime. Um, it's still crazy. Still got a lot of that funness to it. but It's yeah, still it's, not as crazy, though. Yeah, it's not as crazy. There's, It's not as fun. Um, it, it's like they, it's like they sat there and they were like, all right, what is the main thing that people grabbed onto? Oh, sad boys grabbed onto this. Let's go with the sad boys. And you're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not just the sad boys. We, we need, you know, fun people and we, we need to help them too. Not just sad boys. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of nice on how, like, in obviously the first one, you're rooting for Haoko and stuff like that. And then in this one, you're you're obviously not. And it'll be interesting to see what they do in Alternative. And I think it's, I think Alternative is just going to be, like, just based on the name alone, is that this is the situation if Haruko wins, and it'll be the situation if Jiro wins or whatever. Alternative reality type thing. It could be. Would you like me to read the synopsis since we're going to no. start watching Alternative in the next one? No. I want to be surprised. All right. Surprise, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, bitches. <laughs> okay, so we are going to finish up Fully Cooly uh, Progressive, uh, episodes yep. five and six in the next one, and we're going to start Fully Cooly Alternative. Cool, cool. Um, I, again, I'm... It's still good. It's just not as good. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's a lot of it's nostalgia, I'm sure, but I think that nobody will argue against us about like the things we've already talked about it because they're pretty, pretty solid reasoning. Yeah, big right. ass shoes to fill. Like, I, I'm just gonna go out there on a limb and just say that, like, boom. It, there's not much that you can do to make it exactly the same. Agreed. At so, least the music still kick ass. Music still. Um, all right, so Jason, at that point, you want to go ahead and do our blog roll? Absolutely. If you're a big Fooly Cooly fan or just a fan of anime in general, uh, thank you very much for listening to our show. Uh, we do this quite often, and we do have a whole bunch of animes that we can that you can listen to. So please check out our backlog as much Including as possible. Including Asabase. <laughs> Including <laughs> the unfortunateness of Asabase Asabase. Um, Asabase Asabase was fun to watch. Don't even give me that bullshit. You <laughs> thought it was hilarious. It was funny. It was <laughs> funny but my god was it cringy um <laughs> all the cringe <laughs> go listen to that because it's fun and then while you're doing it uh like us subscribe let us know how we're doing it's one of the only ways that we can find that kind of stuff out you can email us as well if you have any uh, recommendations for other anime that we can watch uh, or anything that you think that we're doing wrong if you think that our theories are just plain stupid uh go ahead and email us at cutscene at ibeatitfirst.com or you can email any of us individually too uh jason eric chris at ibeatitfirst.com as well 
Speaking of I Beat It First, we have another podcast called I Beat It First, where we talk what? about game. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> where did this all come from? Where we talk about games, news, all kinds of other nerd shit, predominantly about video game and video game culture. And we mostly just bitch about games and all that good stuff because... You know what? That's all we do. We just drink and bitch about games and have fun. So we do an awful lot of reviewing lately. We have been doing a lot of reviewing lately. We're, almost we're as if we're that. legitimate. No, almost, <laughs> almost, almost legitimate uh, almost. video game podcast. <laughs> um, so please, yeah, uh, check us out there. Uh, check us out on uh, iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and check out the newly made iBiff.co, where Ooh, you can kind where you can just kind of check out our our multitude of podcasts yeah we used to have a wave link um which took forever to load so jason decided that he could do something better uh and he would do ibiff.co which is what we normally had for our our website previously and that is just a url that takes you directly to all of our podcasts yep all, all of them all of our podcasts all of them all of it so <laughs> it'll show you everything and where to find all of our podcasts there so you go. Please, please listen to ibeatitfirst.com. That is definitely the one that we have the most fun with. Um, This one is fun. That's not to say that this is not fun, but (laughs) that is definitely the one where there's a lot more banter back and forth. This one, there's just banter about the anime, and that one, it's banter about how we hate each other. Indeed. Indeed. All right. And on that note, We'll see you guys in two weeks for the finale of Fully Cooly Progressive. And starting of alternative. Yes. Alternative.